Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, I press record. I've done yeah. it. It's it's one of those days, mm. yeah, um, where it's just crazy busy. It's uh, like that every day. It's all run. It's on about. all run away from us today. Yeah. Lots to talk about though this week. Oh, so, so much. Nice to see you all. Hope you're all. I, don't, well, I can't see you all. What are you talking about? Is it Monday today? No, it's Tuesday. Honestly, yes. What happened yesterday? Well, I was. Um, you went to Great Ormond Street. Yeah, at Great Ormond Street with Joel Domit. Uh, you went to Great Ormond Street to speak to some of the poorly children and things like that. Yeah, uh, cheer them up a bit. Yeah, must be nice. So to do I, that, is it? I, I've, I've w- done bits and bobs with Great Ormond Street yes, over, over the, the years. years. Yeah, and I just thought that the Masked Singer mm-hmm. is an absolute banger of a show to work on, and kids love it. Mm-hmm. So I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could get some of us from that show to yeah. go round while it's running? Mm-hmm. And go and see some families, and we invited them all to come down mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully see the next recording of the series. Yeah. So Joel came along with me, and it was mm-hmm. well, you can imagine it was yes, amazing, I can it's absolutely amazing, and yeah, heart wrenching mm-hmm. and heartwarming, and it must be a nice thing to do. It's like. One of those things you get to do when you're famous, right? Is that yeah. You, you get to gift people by turning up somewhere. Yeah. And they really enjoy it. And it must be, must feel lovely that, does it? Yeah, it really does. And it, mm. But I think also, you know, it makes you feel grateful. Like yeah. That, what, for your health and your Yeah, and, and for, your, like for your yeah. kids' health. Yeah. Because I think, I, you know, I just take it for granted. Mm. The other thing it makes you is, mm. you know... We are always grateful, and I was outside mm-hmm. with you clapping for the NHS mm-hmm. when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, you know, after COVID happened, you kind of forget, you yeah, know, yeah, do the clapping what's going anymore. On there, don't you? No. But these nurses mm-hmm. do 12 hour shifts, yeah. and they go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. It is crazy amazing what these mm-hmm. people do. And especially, I think, when it's for children, children and how, yes, and how oh hard God. it is. They're at the beginning of their lives. Mm. And, you know, when you go to Great Ormond Street Hospital, it's because you are in trouble. Yeah. And life for these kids is unimaginably mm. hard. And when you've had an unimaginably hard beginning to life, you're often so brave. Yes. And so kind of hardened mm. to how hard your life is. It'd be interesting to measure that, wouldn't it? You know, if you could if you could just measure how much more robust it made you if you had a tough start in life or you know, you saw the unfairness of existence early on in life. Yeah. Well, what they, kind of an impact that would have on you? I think I was having a spine up tomorrow yeah. to, to, today. Yeah. And how and, old is he? Um he was Ten, Nine 11, or ten years something old, something like that. Oh, okay. I said, "Gosh, how are you feeling about that?" He said, "Fine." 
And his mum went, yeah, he's had lung operations, you know, mm. brain operations. Like he's had endless operations. Bloody you hell. just think, yeah. oh, this is normal mm. for him. I used to watch that um, show in the morning from time to time, you know, my day off and stuff, which was, I think it was called Children's Hospital. Then Nick, Nick Knowles yes. used to do it. Um, you could say what you like a bit about Nick Knowles. Oh, no, really. love him. He was brilliant at no, that show. National treasure. And I had no idea just how difficult it is to do a show like that until I had to spend a day as a TV presenter working in a children's oncology ward at Birmingham Children's Hospital, speaking to the nurses and stuff like that and, and spending time with the kids. And oh God, oh my, I thought, Nick Knowles was a genius at and that And I'll tell job, you what he has. He has together. unbelievable empathy. Yeah. So he holds mm, it together. He's really skilled. But he also lets you see how he's feeling. Mm. Mm. Which is a gift. Oh, without totally, being yeah. manipulative. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Without being yeah. I know, without playing games, me, basically. Yeah. He he yeah. It was I all work, about the I worked with the him children. on Comic Relief I and I thought saying, he yeah. was lovely. Oh, as were the boys from nice. DIY SOS. Yeah, yeah. Like really nice. Mm. I don't understand why he's not on everything. Yeah. Well well done for bobbing down to yeah, well, Ormond Street. I'm I loved sure it. I'm sure you thank did you, it. Thank you. Thank you all for having yeah. having us and a special hello to Lizzie. And that was yesterday. So yep. you're right, today is Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. We've been working together today. I've cut a fringe in your hair today. Like so the fringe has made a comeback. I like it. It's nice. Um, I really like it. Yeah, it looks good. It does nice things to your face as well. It softens it a bit. Yeah. I, I mean, really like it. Just to be clear with everybody, it's not a fringe wig. This is a real fringe. Oh, God, the hoo-ha. Oh, the hoo-ha of the, the wig. The bloody yeah. wig, Jesus. Um, it's very it's funny, wig. that. Uh, lots of people have asked having... for that wig, though. A lot of people keep saying, can you please send me that wig? I would like it. <laughs> you know, like, people send you a message and say, uh, I really like that wig. Could you send it to me, please? But, like, not an emoji heart or even a kiss. <laughs> just, like, a demand to me for me to send the wig. And I always think... Do you know, if you'd have put a little kiss on there and said, I'd really appreciate it, it and you sent me your address and <laughs> give you all the things, I'd have bunged it in the post, you know, probably never use that wig again. I love um, that. It was just really funny how uh, I think, well, I'll definitely give it to somebody, but bloody hell, you've got to put some that. effort into it. Um, I got a very funny thank you from someone last week for stopping you from eating yeah. your bounty bar. Mm. She's got like, she's actually got the phobia of the clicky mouth. Mm. Do you know, the minute I start talking about it, you start clicking. You're doing it on purpose, aren't you? I'm a little bit, yeah. Um, You did a voiceover though, really, where they asked you to do it a bit more wet, didn't they? Yes. And they made you drink some water and then did a voiceover. Yes, and I had to, but that was the weirdest, Mm. I mean, that was, you know, W1A when, you know, all the funny stuff that happened. That was a classic voiceover funny moment yeah. where you think this is joke, this is a comedy show you know you, yeah. could you yeah could you say that again but could you just do it wetter i beg your pardon mm, more moisture in your <laughs> mouth please i've um, got so many good things to talk about yes me too can we just first of all start off with happy valley though first of all because that's quite <gasps> like there's probably lots of people who are already watching it i oh get my god that, how annoying is it that we can't binge it's very very tricky that isn't it we have now been conditioned that you can only go 24 hours without seeing an episode of something. I, I to wait a, an entire week. I was absolutely hor- horrified yeah, that I you couldn't said, just go straight on. Straight on I would have very that. happily just watched the beginning 10 minutes of the next episode yeah. and then gone to bed. Yeah. But you went to bed frustrated, Annoyed. Didn't you? Mm. Yeah. But um, if you're not watching Happy Valley yet, I just want to make a big recommendation for it. Um, go back to the beginning, watch Series 1, Series 2. I, I, you know, they work in order. It helps if you see them You've all. definitely got to see um, them all. James Norton and... Mm, Sarah Lancashire. Sarah Lancashire. Mm. 
Is you know, she was in Coronation Street doing so flipping she's unbelievable? Called, she's called Raquel. Her face mm. is so good mm. in it. Yeah. She's just such a good actor. And you know, when you look at kind of American cop dramas and how mm. glossy yeah, and yes. shiny they are, lovely and, and how there's something rough so about this, low rent about yeah. the police. Yeah, you know, and how she's just standing in and everybody in the you know local community kind of knows her and mm. and how bolshy she is i just i love it yeah but james norton in in particularly in in series 1 he was he's so evil and it makes me laugh that people kind of succumb to his charms mm. because he's quite good looking yeah. you know I, I'm, I'm a bit easy Aussie about British drama you know itv drama's got a certain kind of gloss to it mm. bbc dramas I, I think have got a certain element of CBBC to it for me. I kind of can see oh. through a lot of it. Mm. Um, but Happy Valley, I think, oh, is in a slightly yeah. different class all different on its league. own. Uh, so if you feel a bit like me about British drama uh, on terrestrial TV, I, I'd, I'd park all that to one park side it. and definitely sink your teeth into uh, to Happy Valley. I'm really enjoying it. I I'm really highly fed recommend up that I can't watch it. You will really, if you haven't watched it, and mm. I know this might sound like hype, which I hope won't put you off, Please go and start it from scratch. And I'm so jealous mm. that you've got two series to watch. It's funny because I've forgotten season one and season two. And Season one was very, very short hair. Season two was slightly longer hair, Getting finding out about the sun. <laughs> I can only see things in hair length. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I, I'm... I remember it being really good. I'd probably quite like to go back or, or at I, I, least find we, a little YouTube In between recap. time, shall we go back and watch, go back series and watch Series 1? Yeah, great, because we've got time oh, to do it. I'd love to. We? Yeah, okay. So that's, uh, that's, that's tonight sorted. My, uh, my first recommendation for your folks. What have you got for us, McCall? So, you know, we recommended the air fryer, the instant air fryer last week. Oh, my week. God, yeah, they're going to send me one to work. I was um, thinking that we also need to tell people how to make it. And I, I like visual stuff. I mean, mm. I love recipe books and everything. But I think air fryers, you have to kind of live and experience and breathe it. Anyway, I came across... Air Fryer Girl UK on TikTok. Oh, okay. Air Fryer Girl UK, all one word. Mm -hmm. She's got 134, nearly 135,000 followers. Like a week ago, it was kind of a lot less than that. Oh, why really? It's gone whoosh. It's gone whoosh. But what I like about it is it's all pretty simple stuff. Mm -hmm. Sweet potato and sausage hash. Air Fryer Sea Bass Yum. Air fry chicken skewers, mm-hmm. a quick air fryer snack, air fry your Sunday roast, which is what we did, which was amazing. Um, air fry your veg peelings. Ooh, so you peel your potato, yeah, 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 yeah. you wash your potato skins, the you peelings, dry them yeah. on some kitchen towel and shake them about a bit. And then you put them into your air fryer after you've drizzled them with oil, covered them with some sea salt. Because obviously, well, the skin is the best best bit. bit. Unsurprisingly, this one has got 2.2 million views. But they are like little crispy, crispy bits. Oh, good Lord, with a bit of salt. Yes. Unbelievable. So, you know, waste not, want not, right? Mm. Um, but perfect air fryer pastries. Hello. Chicken thighs, sausage rolls. I mean, I've got to say the Hasselback sweet potatoes Ooh, I love are a Hasselback. extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. We haven't done Hasselbacks. 
What do you mean we haven't done Hasselbacks? You and I, sizzling sausages. I've made you, I've made you Hasselbacks. Sa- sausages in the air fryer mm. are unbelievably are good. Yeah, really, really good. So there's, and all of it is easy, easy to follow, mm. easy to digest. Um, she's amazing. Thank you, Air Fryer Girl. Uh, Instant Pot got in touch with us because uh, I said on last week's podcast, yes. uh, I'm going to get one for work. They're very kindly. Isn't that nice? You're going to send me one. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so thank in, you. in return for that, you expect to see in my reels in the coming weeks uh, <laughs> what I'm having for me lunch. Because <laughs> me, Reese, and Andy were like, bloody hell. You've got because a hashtag got, gift. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, a hashtag, yeah, hashtag gift. gift. Yeah. But, but first of all, thanks very much, Instant Pot. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the, the air fryer that we did recommend last week is, is the one, I think. It is. Oh, it's because definitely of because size, of the size. The size and you the can split. Get in there. Yeah. You can split it into two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Or you can do the big pork belly mm. which was the the oh thing God, it was amazing it was the, it? the bloody crunchy yeah the, the crackling. crisp crackling yeah i've never known crackling be so evenly cooked yeah. ever in my life it was perfect it was absolutely knockout so um i mean i work in, in so it's so expensive to get your lunch yeah. i'm gonna save a fortune save a fortune yeah. uh, i'm delighted before Christmas kicked in, we mm. were invited to uh, Gary Barlow's kind of... It was the one-year anniversary of the launch of Gary Barlow's Wines. Yes. And, and it was kind of Christmas. And it, it was, was like, let's all get together. Yeah. And why don't you just come and celebrate my one-year party mm. and have a have a drink. Um, and unexpectedly, we got a little bit of a concert. Oh, yeah, he did I his... I thought he did I was going to pee my pants. Yeah. He sang back for good. Yes. It's quite weird. A band. <laughs> it's quite weird when you see them out of the context of a stage and a, a, an audience and all yeah. of that stuff, but at a party to see. But he, and yeah. you know, when he smiles and when he sings, it yeah, just melts my heart. He's a very lovely, lovely guy. He's a lovely man. Mm. And his family, his kids were there. Yeah, his, his wife. wife I'm not yeah. going to talk too much about them because obviously, no. yeah, you yeah. know, but, but suffice to say... Mm. Just a really grounded family, yeah, yeah. you know. It's like he's had a crazy life, but his family are really lovely. The thing I wanted to talk about is he's launched a rosé yeah. in the mix. So you've got yeah. a white wine, a red wine, and a rosé. So I still believe it's a Span- Spanish, uh, organic, Greek, organic wine, eight quid a mm. bottle. I, I think I had six glasses of this rosé. Oh, now, wow. I love a glass of rosé with a chunk of ice in it. I like it nice and cold. And I know rosé is generally a summer drink, although I like drinking it up the mountains when I'm skiing as well. It's a holiday drink, basically. It's holidays, isn't it? And I like to feel like I'm on holiday all, all the, the time. time, right? Any so, season. Um, I, now, I like the Whispering Angel rosé. Mm. Um, I had a bottle of I that. I mean, that's quite expensive. Yes, it is. It's quite fancy pants. It's not. It's bloody nice, It's though, bloody that. nice, but it's, it, it, you pay for it. There's another rosé, which I really like, that they do at Soho House, called the Lady A of Provence. Mm. that's a really nice rosé. I'm mm-hmm. just going to list me three favourites. Mm-hmm. And then that one that's from Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's place in France. Is it? But is it now Brad's or Angelina's? It, it's never divorce? been, but it's it's called the name of the, what's it called? The, the Vineyard. The Vineyard. Oh my and, God, I um, remembered something that you'd forgotten. Well done. <gasps> and remember we went, we went to the George in Rye for lunch yeah, just yeah. before Christmas. Yeah, and they had it. Me and Brett had a shared a bottle and? of it there and it was really good. Really? But, but it's not called like Brangelina Rosé. I can't remember too, what it's right? called. It's quite expensive. It's comparable with Whispering Angel. Anyway, the point I'm making is all these expensive ones, but I really love the Gary Barlow one. Eight quid a bottle. If you're I looking mean, for a good all-round rosé, 
And you were worried about the colour. Yes, apparently he'd made it slightly darker because, you know, various trends in rosé these days says that more and more people were drinking a slightly darker rosé. And the rest Mm. of them are a bit blush or a bit pink. It's a bit darker in colour, which might put you off. But I would say it's only eight quid a bottle. Buy a bottle, give it a slosh, see what you think. I think it's delicious. Mm. And on New Year's Eve, I think, here, I drank an entire bottle before we went out. I was pretty drunk by the time I got out. (laughs) But bloody hell, I loved it. It were right good. So anyway, I'm going to recommend okay, that. If you like great. wine, you like a little bit of rosé. Well, we've recommended get, every colour wine that he does. Yeah, yes, now. all three, yeah. Um, and they can, I think it was only for sale in Morrison's, but now I think you can get it pretty much anywhere. Mm. But actually, when we buy uh, Gary's wine, we buy it by the, by the case. Yes. Um, from, from his website. From his website, yeah. Um, which is really easy to do, and it got delivered one or two days later. Yes. I so mean, it's, it's easier than going to a supermarket yeah. and buying a case of wine, because it gets delivered to your front yes. door. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk about somewhere that you took me that you've been going to for years and years yes. and it completely blew my fucking mind. <laughs> so the concept was not good for me. Okay. You were telling me that we were going to go and stand outside in the freezing cold of a restaurant called Entrecote in Marylebone. And I was like, oh, right. Okay. So this is interesting. We're going to go to stand outside a restaurant in the freezing cold. Yes. Like for how long? And you went, well, it depends if we get in in the first round. Mm-hmm. But if we get to the restaurant for about what, what 5 time? 5.30, it opens at 6. I said, what, we're going to get there half an hour before it even opens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll see. We, we need to do that. I was like, are you serious? Anyway, 120 Marylebone Lane in London. There are other locations. I'm going to tell you about those in a moment. Um, if you look up Le Roulet... Um, it's just relaisdevenise.com, R-E-L-A-I-S-D-E, Venise, V-E-N-I-S-E.com. Um, but actually, if you look up Entrecote, you will find it. Entrecote so, in Marylebone Lane. Yeah, it says son Entrecote. What does son Entrecote mean? Um, his. His Entrecote. His Entrecote. Oh, right. Okay. So... Basically, we turn up half an hour early. There's already quite a queue, but Michael was excited because mm-hmm. it wasn't that long a queue. Yes, we could get in. And there was four of us, and we got to the door when it opened at six. But by the time it opened at six, the queue was going round, around the corner, and it was at least two sittings before the people at the back of the queue were going to get in. It's unbelievable, isn't unbelievable. it? Unbelievable. size of the queue by the time you hit 6 p.m. But for me, it was the premise that I loved. Mm-hmm. The staff are not French necessarily, but they behave French. So it's a bit like, shut up, sit down, you're going to eat what I give you. It was a bit like Karen's Diner. Um, But you get one main course and you don't get to choose what it is. Mm. And that is you get steak. It's fillet steak, I asked. Mm. You get fillet steak cooked to perfection. You can have it cooked your way. You can have it cooked well if you want. Obviously, they don't like doing that for you. But you get the steak cooked in a way, and then it comes with a sauce, which is fucking delicious. Oh, the sauce is unbelievable, And then you get it, it with the best French fries I have ever eaten in my life. And when you've finished your steak and sauce and French fries, and your plate is empty, and it's a very small plate that you get delivered, mm-hmm. you then get offered more. Yes. Which I didn't need, mm-hmm. but I had to say yes to because it was so flipping delicious. So I had second helpings of steak and chips and sauce until I was absolutely, and I had no intention of finishing the steak and chips and sauce. Yeah. 
finished all of it, yeah. the second helping. So good. And apparently, you could keep going. Yeah. They keep giving you steak and chips until you can't eat anymore. <laughs> and then they come to you with a selection of puddings. You've yeah. got sort of five or six puddings, lovely selection of mm. coffees, and then you pay the bill. It was one of the best steak and chips I have ever had in my life. Yeah. It was fan flipping tastic. You've got to go. And there's a lot of people probably going, yeah, well, I've had steak and chips before. You know, you can, no. you can get it in any French bistro or whatever. It's a, just a different experience. They do this thing where they very thinly cut it as well. Yes. So you get almost like fingers of steak. Oh, and you get a salad. Yeah, everybody gets a salad, which is just a kind of butter leaf, uh, a butter yeah, you don't get to choose salad. your salad, no. shut up. And it's covered in this vinaigrette with walnuts on it. And... God, it's bloody on nice. On the website, the you can see yeah, you can see on what the it all looks you're like. Right. But the other locations, mm. um, just in case you're interested, there's one in London City, mm-hmm. there's one in London Marylebone, there's one in New York, and there is one in Mexico City, and there is also one in Toulouse, the the original one, I think. Yes, which but doesn't, it doesn't have it doesn't written have down it here, here. But maybe maybe it was in Toulouse and it's mm. closed down. But it is worth it's worth coming to London. On a pilgrimage to try it. It's mm. great. But get there early, definitely. Half an hour before. Um, yes, get there for before, 5.30. Before it opens. And don't worry, sure. you've got to sit around. You know, you've got to stand around for for, um, for half an hour. But you are on Marlebin Lane, which is a lovely yeah. place to stand. Lots all of, sorts and of also, if, you, if there is four of you, two of you can go off and have a mooch around yeah, Marlebin yeah. Lane. And, and then swap out. two yeah. of you can come back and then mm. you could swap out in the queue. But it was great. Thank you. Oh, it's a total, I really enjoyed it's a total it. pleasure. I loved it. I think Grant, um, my brother Grant's coming into town uh, on the 20th, on Friday the 20th. So he arrives at um, King's Cross at about four or five o'clock. And my dad said, we're going to pick up Grant and go straight to the Entrecote. So, you know, I was like, okay. I think sadly you're QVC. I'm, I'm QVC, yeah. I know, which is a heartbreak. No, don't, yeah. Shall I send you pictures? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you noises. Mm. Yeah, no. Mm. No. Um, but it's a really, really brilliant place, this... After we went there, because we went there for my son's birthday, he's uh, 19 years old, and um, he requested to go there. And then as a little treat, I wanted to take him to this museum that's opened up on Oxford Street called the Twist Museum. Now, I wanted to take you before Christmas, really, but we just completely ran out of time. But the Twist Museum is a museum of optical illusions. Is it in the old BHS? It looks like it's in the old British home stores. Yeah. So um, it's it's in London. It's in London. It's on Oxford Street and it's very close to John Lewis. Now, I realise we're a bit London centric this episode so far, um, but you can forgive us for that by when you come to London doing these things you'll know what to do right Mm -hmm. um so so yeah it's called the twist museum now you can pre-book tickets which i highly recommend because you get them about 22 pounds a ticket if you pre-book them if you came down for the day you could do both of these things they're walking distance apart yes a five minute walk from Mm. each other a really nice five minute walk from st christopher's place and all that nice walk um and then the Twist Museum, yeah, is, a, is an exhibition rather than a museum, but of optical illusions that date back probably for hundreds of years, some of them, I think. And we'll post them um, some photographs that yes. we took on making the cut, so you'll be able to go over there on Friday morning and have a look at them. Yeah, yeah. So there's very interesting. So there's rooms that you can go in where if one of you stand at one end of the room, one stands at the other, one of you looks tiny by comparison because of the shapes that are on the wall and the sloping floor that you're on. Did you tell me that's how they shot big yeah, films like Elf, they shoot them in with perspective essentially. Mm. So they don't make, they don't um, shoot two different things. They shoot actors in the same room but shift 
put them maybe 10 meters apart. Mm. So some actors look tiny and some look big. So there's loads of weird techniques that use in movies that you'd assume are CGI, but actually it's just physics and cameras and lenses and light. Mm. So there's things like that in there, but there's loads of other little quirky little uh, things to do with color. Like they have this light that removes the color from everything. So you're looking oh, at... yeah, that was so you, weird. You look in a mirror and everything kind of looks murky yellow. And then they put a light on and then you can start to see color and you can start to see red and blue and green. They're all there anyway, but it's just the type of frequency of light mm. that's bouncing off things. So it's just little things like that that you think, oh God. But as and soon it's as an I, amazing place for gifts. Yeah, some nice got gifts some there, really isn't there? Gift I, I mm. remember going and thinking, gosh, I wish I'd come here before Christmas. Stocking there, fillers and yeah, stuff like so that. Yeah, so many great stocking presents. fillers. Yeah. But if you've got like um, a kid's party to go to or mm. something, or it'd be... I mean, it's an expensive kid's party, but it'd be a great birthday gift yeah. for a kid. And like I say, if you can pre-book, an and I think they've got um, deals on family tickets, if you're buying mm. family of four and two, you're under 16 and things like mm. that. But definitely pre-book because... I don't. I didn't. I don't think it's worth thirty pounds a ticket. No. But it's definitely worth twenty-two pounds a ticket. For sure. So pre-book is is what I would say to you. Um, and but you spend an hour in there. I would say you could rush through it in forty-five minutes. But it's mm-hmm. worth interacting with everything. And the other thing we found when we were in there is that everybody's giggling and laughing. Yes. And, and happy and to be there and taking lots of pictures and, and all the rest of it. So. It's a place where you go meet lots of strangers and kind of giggle and laugh at all these slightly weird things. But, you know, whenever I go to a place like that or wherever I see an optical illusion, I always imagine I'm in a court case and I've been called as a witness. Are you joking? No. So this is what goes through my mind. You are so funny. And they go, so, Mr. Douglas, what do you think you saw when the car went past uh, at 11 o'clock last Sunday or something? (laughs) And I go, I saw this blue car go past and all that. And then they go, well, if you look at this CCTV footage, you'll see that it's a red car that went past. I think, oh, "Oh, yeah, it's a red car. Why did I see blue? Or, you know, like, I think... What you're seeing is not always what you're seeing. You could commit a crime as an optical, in an optical illusion. It's a great great idea for a movie, this, right? A a series of crimes that are optical illusions. And the the, the barrister for the defence is presenting optical illusions in court court. for the jury to see how things could be distorted. Oh, you think it's that? What makes you think it's that? that. Well, let me do a little experiment with you, the jury. Um, And then. They show them some shapes and some colours. Anymore. Let's yeah. write it. Yeah. As I walked around the Twist Museum, that's all I could think about. Mm. My God, I was in a court case and there was a murder in the Twist Museum. <gasps> what did I see? A giant penguin sat in a chair with some blue light coming down. Then there was blood everywhere. Was it a penguin? Really? Puffin. A bird with game with um, Penguin I, or bird? I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. So, I'm going to, yeah, yeah. Don't know. I guess yeah. it flies underwater, yeah. doesn't it? You know. Okay. Um, I've got. I'm going to go less um, London centric. Okay. Um, Janie Godley, who I really like. Oh, I love Janie Godley. Now you might know Janie Godley. She is a Glaswegian comedian and author and badass woman. She really made me laugh in lockdown. I mean, she kind of kept me going in lockdown mm. with her pastiches of um, voiceovers of Nicola Sturgeon. Oh my God, they were so funny. And then she does these little voiceovers of animals. And she did Boris Johnson, things. of course. Oh well, my God, Donald the Boris. I mean, her, her political satire is very, yeah. very funny. But she's also um, a woman mm-hmm. and she's making her way in comedy, which I always think is quite hard. Yeah, I agree. And um, she also wrote a book, which I recommended on here mm-hmm. um, a while a back. 
a novel, yeah. yeah, and it was absolutely brilliant. Mm. And I sent one to your mum because yeah. I, I enjoyed it so much. Well, my mum loves Janie Godley. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, Janie Godley, um, very sadly, as as some of you that that follow her and and um, have enjoyed her comedy will know, she's had ovarian cancer, and she um, has very publicly gone through the treatment for it, and um, mm-hmm. she's gone through losing her hair and mm. shared it all with us on Twitter and we've all been behind her and she's been funny and she's been sad mm. and she's been brave and she's been scared mm-hmm. and we've kind of gone with her all the way and she then went into remission sadly she's had a relapse and she is now life limited mm-hmm. and she's doing one last tour and this woman really is worth going yeah, to see totally agree. Yeah, yeah. and she um yeah. she is really worth going to yeah. see and i've got her um website up in front of me so if you just look up janiegodley.com mm-hmm. you'll be able to sign up to her twitter because that's really good to like look yeah, at her instagram yeah. and i'm just going to quickly read what she says i'm still not dead yet <laughs> and bringing my tour back on the road so many stories of heartwarming love and an outpouring of support to the occasional daily messages hoping I might die soon because, well, I'm a woman who answered back. There will be voiceovers and anecdotes straight from a woman who wouldn't die or shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Please come join me. Please watch social media for more details and this page for future listings. And we've got tours and gigs. So she's going to be in our broth, Inverness, um, Galashiels, Kilmarnock, Dunfermline, um, Aberdeen, Perth, Edinburgh, Greenwich, how do you say Greenock? Greenock? Greenock. Greenock, yeah. okay. Mm. Um, Motherwell, Sterling, Glenrothes, Dundee, Musselburgh, Glasgow, and three dates in London at the Leicester Square Theatre. Oh, is she? Yeah. When? Um, she's doing the dates in Leicester Square Theatre, 16th, 17th, 18th. Of? March. March. Well, folks, you should come to London, go to the Entrecot, go to the Twist Museum, and go to the Leicester Square Theatre. You would have one of the greatest, greatest days of your life. Of your life. You'd be yeah. Full of beef for a start. <laughs> You've had all these optical illusions and you're finished with a great big laugh. The Leicester Square Theatre is my favourite place to see comedy. Brilliant, isn't yeah, it? That's where we went really to see Stuart good. Lee. But also I just want to say anywhere, I mean, going mm. to see her in Glasgow well, would, we're, we're going would to be Dundee. amazing. Yeah, we're going to go and see we're her in Dundee. Dundee yeah. um, but uh, I would really recommend going to see her. She's she's badass. Yeah, yeah. And totally um, yeah, love great. her. Yeah, I love that. Thank, uh, thanks, I'd forgotten all about um, talking about Janie. That's brilliant. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
We watched a film that I'm still thinking about now. The Triangle of Sadness. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. It's quite a movie, wasn't it? It, it was really weird. Unfortunately, mm. I had an enormous phone call. You did. Fortunately, with my sister in the middle of it. So I don't feel... Yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm going to talk about this. But you, yeah. you got the general gist I, of it, I will, really. I will, I will listen it to was, your... I mean, I got the gist. It was yes. amazing. Um, first of all, it's a bit too long. It's two hours, 20 minutes. But don't, don't let that put you off. But you'll get to the end of it and think, I loved it. But you could shave 20 minutes off it, I think. But God, it was really interesting. My dad had talked about it and, and then he talked about it again and again and again, which made me think, you really want me to watch this film, right? He didn't big it up at all. He just said he watched it and found it really interesting and then he kept talking to me about it. And I thought, okay. Well, a bit like you, I think it sat with him. Yes, and it still sits with me now, I think, yeah. The other thing we've been watching, obviously, is The White Lotus. And it feels to me like a film in the same vein as The White Lotus. Mm. So it's about uh, class and it's about sex and it's about age and gender and um, politics and all the things that we seem to be consumed about on social media all get explored in this film and all get explored in The White Lotus as well, I think, very, very nicely done. But I thought the film was great. It starts off with a male model kind of going through an objectification process, I think. They're being objectified. It reminded me so much of the 90s. And I used yes. to work in a male model a male section model of agent. A, mm. an agency and they'd come back and tell me about castings that they'd done where, mm. you know, they'd be asked to do the most ridiculous stuff. And it's like, now act as if something really bad's happened. Oh, now yeah. laugh. <laughs> yeah. You've got to suddenly laugh and then cry and then laugh and then cry and then, you know, walk with your top up and off, down of course, you know. with your top off. And then, no, walk up and down as if you're listening mm. to your favorite song. It's like, it's yeah. agonizingly embarrassing, but you just have to park all your sort of dignity and yes. um, sensitivity yeah. and embarrassment at the door and just do it because mm. that's what you got to do if you... What's very interesting, about, I think, about the opening scene of this film is they've, they've specifically chosen this area, I would thought, because it's the one area where women do earn quite a lot more than men. It's in a, w- a world that I think where it, it seems to be more criticised and more harsh on women. But here's an example of men being objectified and paid a lot less as a result of it as well. So it's a really interesting kind of quandary that you've got in your mind about how you feel about that and whether you care about it or not, because men do so well in so many other areas. Why does this even matter, you know? And the other then, really fascinating bit was mm. when she was talking about going on and um, he was saying, you're just going to go and become somebody's trophy wife. Mm. It's at two m- models going out with each other. Yes, a girl He and was a saying guy. to the girl, you're just going to, you know, just be some... She said, I, I want to be somebody's trophy wife. That's my goal. Mm. And interestingly, that kind of flips. I'm not going to say what happens, yeah. but it slightly flips onto him mm. towards the end of the movie. And I was like, oh, wow. This- the, the, the director's swapping these gender yeah, roles gender, all the time. Yeah, and yeah. It's it's up to you. Back. Yeah. Back again. It's up to you what you think about it, I think. That's what's interesting because you're challenged all the time to think, oh, how do I feel about this? That she is now behaving in a way that a man would normally behave or how is he adopting this role and how does he feel about it? It's so nicely done. The actors, those two actors... Bloody brilliant. Very, very sad that she died. Yes, I went onto IMDb and it turns out that she died. So there's a bit where she's in a bikini and um, she's got a scar up her stomach. But uh, I read an article about her. She had a very bad car crash, I believe, and they had to remove her kid, uh, a spleen, I think. So I assume that was a result of that. And then she seemed to die suddenly after they made that film. I think so you they can did say it was as a result of not having a spleen. 
Oh, really? Or pancreas or something. Okay. okay. But it's it's really quite sad to know that that's what happened yeah. to her in the end because she plays a significant well, she part also in the film. And she's just was fantastic. a huge star in the making oh, and she's brilliant. just been taken from us. Anyway, after that, they turn into influencers and go on a very high-end cruise on a small boat, but I think it's something like a £250 million cruiser with a lot of very wealthy people from lots of different backgrounds. You know, an old couple who were arms dealers, an old Russian fertiliser, agricultural farmer who's a multi-billionaire. You're on a boat with a mixture of people and a very drunk alcoholic captain played by Woody Harrelson. And then a lot of poor people who work on the boat as well. And it's the dynamics between all these people that you get an insight to. And then there's a disaster that seems to happen. And then all the power structure changes on the boat where the wealthy people become, um, what do you call it, kind of well, valueless. U- and and also useless. they're useless, yeah. yeah. And the people who know how to do something all of a sudden have all the power. And it's a question that what do these people who've been powerless before now have all the power do with mm. that power, you know? Mm. Anyway, I thought it was a brilliant yeah, ending. Yeah, it's very, very clever. And uh, it's a great A brilliant film. ending. Yeah, uh, and I think it rates very well on IMDb. I think it's like 7.6 or something like that. But I can imagine lots of people would watch it and find it really boring. But uh, what I would say is, like, immerse yourself in the movie and really mm-hmm. kind of listen to the dialogue and try and get under the skin of what the director wants you to feel. I think you've, um, I think you've explained it very well mm. there. It's, what I like is that the director isn't telling you what to feel. He's putting He's wanting lots you to of feel something, though, isn't he? Yeah. In your way mm. and asking you, how do you feel about yes. this now? That's, that's, that's what I like about it. it. How you're do you feel? You're not being told mm. what to think or feel. You're being, you're having situations put in front of mm. you, and they are thought provoking. Yeah. And afterwards, it is the kind of film that you want to sit down. It's like the kind of film you'd want to go and watch in a film club. Yes, and then absolutely. all sit round a table round. and discuss it afterwards. You could definitely have a really good evening out with your partner or friends or whatever after watching the film and say, okay. And then go to Uncle Cot and discuss let's it. talk about this, you know, because where the hell is this? There are bits in it that are absolutely disgusting, by the way. So yes. if you've got low tolerance for disgust, yes. Uh, yes. you have to be very careful there because mm. it's bloody revolting in some areas. Um, but bloody fascinating in mm. others. I, I, I really enjoyed it. So it's called The Triangle of Sadness. And it's quite a small it's film. It's interesting. Don't say what it is, but it is interesting when you find out what the triangle of sadness is. Yeah, yeah, this is, isn't it? You're, you're just like, oh, is that what it oh, is? You know. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought, thought it was really good. Okay. Um, I want to talk about something that my, you mm-hmm. know, my auntie Becca and Gabba mm-hmm. sent me ideas for this podcast. Yeah. And they sent me a really good one this week oh, yeah, that yeah. I think you are going to absolutely love. I did mention it to you the other day and you loved it. Can you keep talking while I just prep this, the yes, salmon? Yes, uh, absolutely. I'll listen to you. Okay, now. yeah, no, fine, fine, fine. So Michael is making um, dinner for me tonight and it is salmon, um, which is baked in the oven with some special seasoning on it. And then he... It's actually mild curry powder I put on Okay, it. that's like the magic, the magic seasoning mild curry powder and then he gets a stir fry packet of stir fry veg and um, cooks that and then makes the magic sauce that you put over it so it's like a soup and then the noodle he mixes in the noodles in with the veg and then he puts the noodles and the veg in a bowl and then lays the salmon on the top and then pours the jus onto the noodles and the veg to make it a soup it's like a ramen yeah, a like salmon, a, a salmon ramen. Now, do you want oh. any noodles tonight? Or do you just want the veg? Well, have you got noodles? Yeah, we've got I noodles. don't really need noodles, do you? Let's no, not have noodles. Let's not have noodles. Steve, noodles. the dad bod, Michael's not having noodles. No, no, I've done carbs today. He's done carbs. Anymore. 
So yeah, so go on. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna let you finish with the um, tin foil. Okay. Get it in the WhatsApp. So anyway, my auntie Becca and my mum Gabby send me lots of stuff for the podcast, but this one's a really good one. So Michael, you love DIY. Yes. And do you remember Shabby IE, that amazing Instagram account in Ireland, the um, woman? Absolutely. And she, I love yes. her as well. Yes. She's going to love this because Wix, the DIY uh, store, yes, Wix.co.uk Wix have done a page. So if you go to Wix.co.uk and then you forward slash and it says DIY is good for you. So Wix.co.uk forward slash DIY is good for you. And they have done a whole page about how new researchers saying that DIY can boost your mental and physical well-being. And it's found that the majority of Brits watching paint dry actually isn't boring at all. They say that they love, 58% say they love watching and checking on it. And they teamed up with a leading neuroscientist. I bloody love neuroscientists, I'm telling you. Um, to understand how DIY can help counter anxiety, stress, and also improve well-being. So Dr. Jack Lewis said that various pieces of evidence suggest that undertaking watching DIY is a relaxing experience. Meditation in its purest form is about living in the moment, being present and focusing on the task in hand. And doesn't DIY, it does that. uh, DIY is the... you know, for my mental health, yeah. I don't think there's anything better than if somebody said, could you build that for me or put it on them shelves or something like that? If I was feeling a bit low or a bit unsure about, he, I've got purpose, I've, I've, I've got I've stuff to do. I've watched you do that at the weekend. I've watched mm. you say, right, I'm going out to be in queue and you'll just get anything to fix anything. Yeah, it makes me feel better. It's like mm. exercise. So they um, did a survey with 1,500 people to ask them how they felt about DIY. 86 participants said doing some form of DIY had been beneficial to their well-being and eased anxieties. DIY or home improvement topped the poll for most satisfying activities. 51% of the vote, it came above yoga, 30%, and 26% said playing sport. And 82% of those surveyed revealed that saving money by undertaking DIY tasks also really improves their sense of well-being because it's such a feeling of satisfaction saving money. And the other really interesting thing for anybody that's, you know, I'm not particularly DIY, but they said even watching DIY is relaxing. And just because I'm not DIY doesn't mean that I can't learn or I can't teach myself kind of some basics. And this is why I mentioned Shabby IE again. If you live in Ireland and you are interested or anywhere, you know, go and stay in Ireland near um, Shabby IE is the name of her um, Instagram account and go and do a course and become better at at DIY. But anyway, half the participants, about 45%, said even just watching DIY footage Mm. made them feel more relaxed. And one in 10 admitted that sounds, including mixing the paste and cutting the wallpaper, helped them unwind. So they've got lots of lovely videos on their page. But the other thing Mm. that I love about them, I mean, come on, Wix. Mm. It's Wix. And they've partnered up with Young Minds. Brilliant. And they are, that's one of the mm-hmm. UK's leading um, charities fighting for young minds and, and supporting and empowering people to do a challenge themselves. They're doing great things and I, I really love them for it. So well done, Wix. 
Um, congratulations on doing that. And I think mm. we could all do a bit more DIY. I find it's like doing a puzzle mm-hmm. DIY. You can't think about anything other than, than what, the what thing you're that's doing. in front of you. That's yeah. why I do it, I think. It mm. really helps me mm. clear my mind. Clear your mind, yeah. Or it makes me, it really helps me think about like, if I've got a problem at work, if I just sit there and think about it, it's too much. Too much, I get yeah. depressed about it or I find it difficult or whatever. But if I'm doing something and I can think about the problem properly while I'm going through this process, I love it. The garage at the moment is full of lumps of wood that's going to turn into something, by the way, by the, by the time the summer comes around. So, um, so there you go. Oh, I'm really glad that they suggested that. Gabber and Becker are like two researchers that we don't They're pay. They're so good, aren't they? And bloody brilliant, yeah. <laughs> it was quite funny. Becker did the salute before the King's speech on Christmas oh Day God, this week. So, no, but do I you know why it. she did that? Yeah, in, in, to your dad. So my dad. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, my granny and my dad mm. were ardent royalists. Mm. My sister was an ardent royalist. Mm. I have to say, I've I've never really watched the Queen's speech, but I was very interested to watch the, the King's, King's speech, speech this Me year too. because yeah, it was yeah. the first Me one. Me too, I loved it. And I loved it because Rebecca... It's okay, it's okay. Take Rebe- a breath. Rebecca stood up mm-hmm. and um, did a salute because my yeah. dad would have done that. Would have done that. <laughs> My dad always stood up. <laughs> I liked it. Um, and did a little salute, you know. You know. Yeah. Um, and I really loved her for that. Yeah, good. Me too. Um, it's very funny. I thought the King's speech was brilliant. I can't remember yeah, if we already talked about good. it last week. We I haven't. feel like we did. We didn't talk I don't, about it. I don't know that we did. Well, I really I, I, liked I, I it. Really, I thought you said some really good things. I really and, liked it. And uh, I, I'm going through a lot, aren't I'm they? Gonna, I'm going to make it tradition at the moment. Yeah. Um, yes, I did watch. Okay, well, I'll do that with you. Let's yeah. make it a new us living together tradition. Every Christmas we watch okay, the King's Okay, we'll speech. do that. I'd love to do that. Uh, do you know what I am quite enjoying mm. as a new couple mm-hmm. doing new things, you know, because we are newly living together, is that it is quite nice making new traditions. Mm, yes, you know, it is because nice, isn't it? Yes. We did that before Christmas, yeah. you know, sat down and went, okay, well, let... What should we do? Blank space. Yeah. What should we make a tradition yeah. from now on? Mm-hmm. It's nice doing that. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, on the subject of the royal family, I did watch uh, most of the ITV interview with Harry and yes. um, Tom Bradbury. Yes. And I thought what it was all right. Think? I thought Tom Bradbury could have challenged him a bit more, to be honest. What I did really Harry like came across quite was, well, didn't he? Yes, he's very articulate and all mm. the rest of it, but so he should be. You know, he's had a good education. Mm. He's nearly 40 years old. Like, it's not, it shouldn't be that difficult to say what you think. The most interesting bit is him talking about his mother's death. So if you're interested in Diana and all of that, I did find that really quite compelling. Not yeah, because he's Prince thing. Harry and, and that's no, Lady Diana, but young actually man just hearing his mum. Yes. And, and, and what it feels like and what he and, went through. And how his dad told him and, and all the, of that stuff. I mean, I, I also, found it really interesting that I was, I was glued to the screen actually for it. It's an insight into mm. families. When you mm. think how old Charles is now, I guess he's in his 70s. There wasn't a right or wrong way to do things back no. then. Like, mm. you know, he. it sounds like mm. it was just a horrific thing, but to have to play that out in the public mm. eye and to have to, you know, there's a sense of duty and there is a way that as a member of the royal family, like it's supposed to be done. That's mm. very, very hard when yeah. you're a kid. And he, he was at the worst age of all. I mean, William was a bit older mm-hmm. and I think could kind of compartmentalize mm. it a bit. He should have just like if he if he'd have gone through that now he'd have had tons of counselling. Yes, but 
in those days. Yeah. It wasn't a thing, probably, no, even, so. you know. Um, but it was very interesting. I certainly won't be reading the book, but um, I am interested in watching the TV interviews. One, because I do like watching TV, and I'm fascinated by big interviews like Frost Nixon and, and all, all that stuff. I think it was brilliant. Richard Bacon used to have this show called The Daily Bacon um, on Five Live, and he interviewed somebody significant every day. And he did Tony Blair and Alistair Campbell, he did David Frost, and he just, I, I loved it, I loved it. I love big interviews, you mm. know, I don't really mind who they're with and what they're about, mm. but I just loved them. So uh, that was the reason I, I watched it, really. I, and But also to be part of the conversation around that massive subject. Mm. You can't be part of the conversation, I don't think, unless you've actually watched the TV Can I tell you, like I've given up watching it. I can't, yes, I'm a bit, well, I had as I'm well. A, I'm a bit over it, I don't know but what I spent. love is that, you watch it. Yes. And, and then you, know, you tell you know, me the important yeah. bits. You yeah. tell me the highlights. Yeah. And then I had a big chat with Gabba and Becca. Yeah. And they told me the other highlights for them. Yeah, okay. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you know. It's very and interesting. That, and now I feel like I'm across it. Yeah, it's very interesting. But Should we do some shout-outs? We'll definitely do some shout-outs. Why don't you start with a shout-outs? Because I will always... You, would you help me? Yeah, of course I will. But I steal all the shout-outs. No, you, you know? don't. It doesn't feel... It doesn't... I like it when you do the shout-outs. Oh, dear. Oh, great. I'll do the shout-outs. No, just okay. no. I'm joking. Um, can I just say, cheerings were delighted. Oh, were they? They were delighted. Well, I went Helena back and bought like another four pairs. <laughs> she said, uh, and what I'm obsessed with yeah. with cheerings. Sorry, we're just going to talk about them a little bit more. Yeah, I did right. buy the earrings. Yeah, I just yeah, want to let you know. Yeah. So I'm not. These are, haven't been gifted to me. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about it because it was a gift or that they're paying me in any way. But these earrings, every time I go back on the site, yeah. It's constantly refreshing. Mm. It's not the same earrings oh, on there okay. all the time, yeah, which yes, I really, really like. like. It means yeah. that you are getting mm. something unique or yeah. interesting. And they've got pre-worn stuff on there as well, yeah, yeah. which is completely unique. It's, good, it's it? vintage. I, I love cheering. She's sold out of your peace signs, though. You, you, you broke, oh, you broke, great. You broke the internet. I broke the internet. That's great news. Um, one thing we haven't talked about, which I really think we should. Yes. Young Driver. Oh, that was it. I know, I know. Well, let's be quick. Yeah, yeah, let's be quick. Because we've recommended them before. We've recommended but them before. But we recommended Young Driver before before we went. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it as a concept, but I didn't fully understand. Yeah. Okay, so Young Driver UK. Look them up online. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, I think it's something like 60 to 70 different venues around the UK where they do driving, off-road driving lessons for kids that are under 17. Yes, but so, I th- did I read that it's from 4 to 17? 4 to 17. 4 years old. Yeah. You've got kids who are interested in cars and want to drive. Amazing. It's a no-brainer. So w- we took our sons mm-hmm. to Lingfield Racecourse, mm-hmm. and they true. drove on tarmac, tarmac, yeah, tarmac, yeah. um, all the way around. And in an hour, my son was changing gear really confidently, got mm. up to 40 miles an hour. Mm. He's still sort of um, rabbit hopping a little bit, but yeah, he's, yeah. but he got out of the car and he's like, I definitely want to go again. Mm. So I've booked, and again, I'm just want to say so, for the podcast, I've paid yes. um, to, to, to do get it. the boys to go yeah. again. But I'm highly, highly recommending it yes. as an absolute brilliant confidence builder. And importantly, I'm going to stop talking in a minute, Michael. Sorry, because I'm so excited. But really importantly, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to get kids into a driving lesson because there's still so much backlog yeah. from COVID. Mm-hmm. And when my son um, and and your son get to the point where they're ready to take the test, they'll only need yeah. Five, or six Five or six on lessons. road yeah. like lessons. Yeah, a lot of confidence. Yeah. I compared it to a, a dry ski slope before you go skiing. 
Like you go skiing already being able to ski. Yes. The beauty about this is by the time you take your first lesson, you already know how to drive. Yes. Like it is a really good facility, I think. And you are in proper driving, like at the kind of car that you would learn yeah, to drive car, on you know, in a lesson. You're being taught yeah. by absolutely brilliant teachers. Mm-hmm. It's obviously one-to-one because you mm-hmm. can only have one person learning how to drive yeah. at a time, but it's it's one-to-one. It's incredibly safe. Mm-hmm. You'll be doing things in your first lesson that you never imagined you'd yes. be able to. It's not driving in a car park. No. Which is what I thought well, it might be. Um, at Blue Water, some of the venues mm. are big car parks. But they're either but, that big. You're driving you can, at 30, 40 miles yes, an hour. Yes, you can go like to a race it? course. Yes. And drive at 30 or 40 miles an hour. It's amazing. Yeah, it was really good. So they're called Young Driver UK on Instagram and it's youngdriver.com on the internet. And um, absolutely go and sign up. They've got venues all over the place and both our kids were like, they that loved it, didn't brilliant. they? And they're yeah. going again. Yeah. So um, they have messaged, first of all. <laughs> so they just wanted to say, lovely to meet you at Lingfield Park. I'm so glad the boys enjoyed their, their lesson. And um, uh, yeah, and they just wanted to say thanks very much. And that was from Sue. Sue. Oh, Sue was thanks so for getting in touch. nice. Yeah, it was Yeah, no, we had, we had a really, really good time. That was fantastic. Sorry, it just says here, we have 70 UK venues. Yeah, 70. And delivered yeah. us a 1.2 million lessons. And um, it's all over the country. Oh, it's everywhere. It's saying here. Yes. Hold it, people. Oh, yes. They want to got... offer a 10% discount to our listeners. That's so good. So they want to give, do, do a discount code. So um, how we should we do that? It. We'll post the discount we code will post the discount on our code Instagram page. And we will do it um, on the grid so, yes. it so it doesn't disappear. And we will remove it. Once the discount has gone. Has gone. So we'll do it as a single yeah. post. Yeah. Okay. But Sue, that is a very, very Thank brilliant you so much, Sue. That's so nice. Thank to, you. Um I can email her and um, we can get that set up and get that posted. Thanks, Sue. Young Driver UK. Absolutely superb. Brilliant. Okay, Wendy Bell. Uh Davina and Michael. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Wendy Bell. I have refused and refused to buy an air fryer. <laughs> but Michael, you should be on commission. After listening to... I've got commission. They've sent me one. I mean, it's brilliant. After listening to Friday's pod, I bought the one that you recommended. It better be good. I couldn't resist it. It sounds great. There are five in our household, but I'm hoping it helps speed things up. It, it really does, because you can it chuck really the roast potatoes will. in it and free up the oven. You know, there's loads of things in ways, in ways in which good. Uh, I use other appliances and save electric. Also, Davina, I have to mention your interview with Stephen Bartlett. I have no words for how good Aww. this was. Truly amazing. Amazing. Got a little spine. Uh, I, I actually got a little pain in my chest oh no, at one point. Good. Um, little sobs Aww. were coming out. I was speechless. My family know I'm a big fan of making the cut and of season Aww. two, and it was lovely um, to get my message uh, from my 20 year old daughter saying, "Mum, I'm listening to Davina on Diary of C- uh, CEO. It's amazing. You need to listen ASAP." She said, "You are oh, an inspiration." Really nice. I now keep hearing her say, uh, "Keep walking, keep walking." Aww. Even I'm really going to do it. Jesus Christ. Um, okay, Wendy, that's great. Says, uh, Thanks, thank thank Wendy, you. for the yeah, feedback. I really appreciate I it. I think there's going to be a lot of that because there's been a lot of people just saying how great that interview was. I haven't listened to it uh, yet, but uh, I'm going to listen to it. It's two hours long, Michael. I'm going to listen to some of it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get, watch the highlights, basically. Um, uh, being a hairdresser, I'm interested in the highlights. Um <laughs> 
Okay, what is this? Yesterday, somebody have sent Without Sin, which was uh, the drama, I think, with... Uh, let's just Yeah, Vicky McClure. Vicky McClure, that's yeah. right, yes. We still haven't watched that. A couple that. of murder mystery type things that we've been recently enjoyed watching, Riptide with Joy Joyner and The Light in the Hallway with Joanna Scanlon. Binged both. Uh, big thumbs up. Uh, I knew that name wasn't right when I t- uh, typed it. Uh, <laughs> Joe Joyner, is that right? Yeah. Joe Joyner. Oh, Joy. She put Joy Joyner, and it's Joe. Okay, good. Louise Roundtree, thank you so much for that. So that's The Light in the Hallway and Riptide. Um, oh, I went into, like, radio mode there. That's The Light in the Hallway and Riptide. How's the salmon doing? Uh, salmon is probably doing pretty well. This was the one that I saw earlier. This is quite funny. Just oh, typing sorry. in. Michael's just typing in his code. I know, I know your code. Um, thank you for Davina for trying to get Michael to stop eating. I'm someone with misophonia and I had to stop listening to the podcast for a while and gave it another go this year. I now understand that this is a genetic issue and not something I can do anything about. And I do really appreciate Davina's efforts to stop him doing it. And I will make my own efforts from now on, Highland Heffalump, to I've not heard of make... this before. Yeah. One more? Uh, one more from Rishi Edwards there. Go on. You said Rishi like it's Rishi Sunak. Yeah, but is that not... That, 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 that... No, it's Richie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's what I would say. See, Richie would be IE, I thought. Rishi, Richie's, Rishi. Richie's just discovered the pod, nine series too late, apparently. Sorry, but you can start from the beginning. And it's kept me a thoroughly good company as I cooked and ate my dinner this evening. I could have joined some friends for a drink, but I didn't really fancy it, but also didn't appreciate how much I needed some form of company this evening until I struck on you anyway i'm trying this thing where i intentionally reach out to folk whether it's creatives or small businesses when i've had a great experience we could all do with some words of encouragement in the current climate keep up the good work and i look forward to future episodes someone else can cook next time though can i just (laughs) say something richie i really really like that message because we publicly now on social media, we have a place where we can complain about things and, you know, think that maybe that will cause some kind of action. But very, very few people, and that's why we did this pod, mm. reach out to say something positive. So firstly, I just want to say that we really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. That yeah. meant a lot. But also, you know, yes, spread some love. And yes. you've encouraged me to do that a bit more. You know, when, when we yes. love something, tell someone. To reach out a bit. To, re- yeah. to reach out. And what a lovely person you are for doing it. And definitely get someone to cook next time. Uh, we've given you a little follow, Richie. We were so we so liked that yeah. Um, message. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Richie. I took my car to QuickFit this week to yeah. get a service. I always yeah. take it to QuickFit. I yeah, find yeah, they're yeah. very good Easy, there, by quick. the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and funnily, they fit. Funnily enough. Yeah. And as I was in there, there was a bloke came in and uh, I was waiting to do me put me give me keys to the receptionist to say oh just a service and all that jazz and as I turned around the bloke said can I just say how much I love your podcast with, uh, <gasps> stop you and it yeah. and I was like get out stop I it went, I absolutely love it and are you I serious like, wow. I said it's very I funny I still said, get so excited yeah, I just so no, can I never believe that people actually listen I know, to I know. it well what's interesting is so I, funny I'm aware just there are lots and lots of women that listen to this podcast yeah but men but it's so nice when a bloke says yes, it because so I just good. think oh great you know how nice and not that I'm not happy obviously that women when they no, say, but it's I mean, like, like we are well. very women heavy. It is nice yes. when, and you know, we do try and do 
ambidextrous yeah mixture of stuff uh, recommendations right? bisexual stuff unis- yeah, yeah bisexual <laughs> unisex androgynous <laughs> yeah well, whatever no. it is shut you up know. yeah <laughs> um, but anyway if you're listening uh, and you were the guy in quick fit I was meant to say what's your name because I would have I would have said oh. uh, hello to you here but it's very nice and thanks to anybody who comes up and says we absolutely love it yeah it's great uh, okay, and we, we love you yeah yeah you the listener um, you you are you. very special to us, and thanks so much. Uh, have a lovely weekend, everybody. I hope the weather's nice and all of that jazz. Take uh, care. I'm going to make you some salmon. Yeah, uh, I'm so salmon. literally it smells amazing. It in it. Here. <laughs> See you, everybody. Bye. 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.